please stand up with me this time. And please don't, many times we, we are saying something, I probably talk about that today. And you wonder, why do we do this? What, what's going on? It's very important. When you speak the word of God, which we're talking about, and it comes out of you, that's what God says to do. We're going to look at that in scripture today. And many people just don't think that. Think it in your mind. That's good. It's working. But when you have the opportunity, it's probably best to say it out loud. Don't ask me how it works. But the scripture says this, this works for us and changes things because that's what God has ordained. Amen? So we're so glad you're here this morning. Let's repeat what the word of God says in Isaiah 50 verse 4. It says, The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ears and I was not rebellious nor did I turn away. Amen. Please be seated. And uh, you're very welcome this morning. I'm speaking, I'm probably finished today, uh, about the Word of God. I call it the mighty Word of God. And how important the Word of God is. And I mention here that the Word of God is God. It doesn't change. I wish our minds can understand this. Before Jesus became a man, he was the Word of God, that mighty Word of God. In heaven, so huge. And without him, this universe cannot be. This is how big the word of God is. We call the word of God Bible, you know, what we read and all of that. But before he was here, as a man, the word of God as a man, Jesus was the word of God clothed with man's body. The body was prepared for him according to Hebrews for him. But before he came, God couldn't do anything without the word. And you can't do anything spiritually and progress in your life without the word. That's what God has given to us. The word of God. So precious. God so loved the world that he gave his word to us. In the form of the man, Jesus Christ. Jesus is the word. And when you imbibe the word and you use the word in his name, things change in your life. Fear is dispelled. Discouragement is dispelled. Depression is is dispelled because of the power of the word of God. The word of God can change anything. We like to call our brothers. That's good. We like the pastor to pray for you. That's good. And everything that we do in Christianity is just good. But the best thing of all is staying with the word of God. That's what I need you to understand. You can both be endured with power through the word. And you can also dispel it. Just like the word says this morning. According to the word of God, you can dispense the word of God. 
to people and you can actually do it. Many times people are thinking, it's just the pastors that can do these things. No, you're wrong. The reason why you think that way is because you have not come to commit to the word of God. Because when you commit to the word of God, your thinking begins to change. And you begin, you begin to see yourself in a different way. And you begin to believe that, yes, I'm a child of God. Just like the rest of them. I can do what they do. You don't have to be a pastor. It's so important. Many times people look to pastor, and that's great. That's okay. Because the word of God says that. But no. You can do what the pastor can do. If you stay with the word, you listen to what your pastor is saying to you. Amen? It's so important. Things can change in a, in a flash. You know, many times I thank God. Because when I came to the United States, especially the last time, before I started my PhD program in Texas A&M, I was alone. The school had said to me, you cannot receive, because my mind is, I will be employed by this school. My fees will come down. And as they pay me, I can live. But the guy said, you're not ever going to get a job from this university. And I wondered, you told me, you said to me, come and I'll give you that job. That's called teaching assistant in colleges. But then he left, when I came back from Nigeria, he left a message for me that says, you can never have a job. And the man was saying, but he promised me, he says, look, I'm just a mouthpiece. That's what he told me to tell you. You're not going to get a job. My, my friends, so I just came in and they recognized and they started, I had a few friends, still friends to today. They tried to encourage me. Don't worry, we will help you in whatever way. But their help could not put me in school. I knew that. They're not going to be giving me thousands of dollars to go to school. So I went to the Lord in prayer because I knew his word and I asked him, God, I'm alone. You're the only one I have. Help me. And he said to me, son, I was here before you got here. I was here before you got here. And I'm going to take care of you. And for some reason, nothing had changed. But there was this calmness, no fear, and hope for the future. That God is going to help me. I came out with a smile, no discouragement. I was happy because I paid my first semester. The next semester, that's up to God. I don't know what's going to happen. But guess what? The next semester, I got the job. And the guy was saying, I, I could swear that I gave you the job in the first place from the beginning. I said, no, you didn't. I, I didn't want to remind him he had said he was not going to give me the job forever. And so I kept that to myself. But God can take care of anything. If you stay with God and you love God from your heart and see you can't love God without the word. Can you get it? You cannot love God the way God wants to be loved by a man without the word. Because the word is love. The word is God and God is love and the word is love. 
You cannot love God. You may think you're loving him from your emotions, but that's not what he demands. He demands greater than that. And when things change, you no longer love God, you pursue in your own way. Because the word is not there. But when the word is inside of you, you always stay with your God, no matter what. Because you know your, the word of God will pull you out of it. When we say God, you are saying really the word. That's the truth. Every time you say the word God, you are saying, you are actually referring to the word. The word is God. That's why I love Psalm 107 verse 20. He sent his word and healed them. He sent what? His word and healed them. Because God cannot do anything outside the word. Only through the word. So when we're telling people, stay with the word, come to the word, get taught by the word, know the word. We're not just trying to make you become a religious person. We're trying for you to have the presence of God and the Holy Spirit inside of you that will transform your life and transform everything around you. Take away fear from your life. Everything Angela said this morning that God's going to give to us, if he's going to give it to us, it's got to be through the word. It's got to be through the word. So, pastors are struggling. I don't know what they want, but in my mind, for our church, I want you to know the word. So you can see yourself in a different status. And your relationship is solid with God. And you know the word. And when troubles come, you are, lit, you are anxious a little bit. And in short, all of it after that, the word of God comes in and says, This is not what I said. And all of a sudden, without you knowing, I'm amazed how God does this. The problem is still there, but you have no fear. I don't know how he does it. You are not discouraged. Because the word of God is inside of you and the word of God works every time. Every time there is a situation, the word of God is there with you. Amen. Amen. The word of God, that's all I want. Because through the word of God, the presence of the Holy Spirit is there with you. You cannot separate the word of God from the Holy Spirit. Amen. You cannot. As long as you have the word of God, you have the Holy Spirit. And if it's up in your heart, the Holy Spirit is there. And every time you're trying to do something that the word says, guess what? That's why he says he's always present. And it's not you that is doing it. It's because you are doing it through the word. And you believe the word. And now you're acting on the word. The Bible says God himself will not go back on his word. So, when you are trying to act on God's word, and you are a little concerned, uh, you don't need any concern. Because he knows you're going to do it. And he wants to confirm it. Instantly. So that you can have more confidence in the word of God. That's happened to my life. It's happened to me. I, I remember when God had taught me over a long period of time, about the Holy Spirit, which I wrote in my book, I thought, I've got to try this thing out. 
I got to pray with somebody. Anxious because I didn't know what. I'd never done that before. But God knew, knew. Just like Peter. before When he stepped out of the boat. Did you, do you think that he sunk a little bit? If I step out of the boat of water and he's sinking a little bit, I will get back in the boat. But the Holy Spirit knew that he was going to act on the word. Amen? And as soon as he acted on the word, the Spirit of God was already there making the water solid for him to work. He actually walked on the water for a while. Everything was solid. And Peter wasn't concerned about what the waves were doing. He was walking on water. You see, what I'm telling you, when you have the word, who told Peter to come into the, come into the water? The word. Jesus. And when Peter heard it and acted on the word, this, you see, the water was already solid before he stepped on it. You see, so when you have the word of God and it's burning inside of you and you want to act on it and you're thinking, I don't think I have the ability. It's not your ability. God's not calling for anything that you have. He's able to do it all. All he's asking, when the word of God is in you, you can rest. You want to look for a way to do it. I did it, as I said, with the Holy Spirit. I tried it. And everybody else in the room, they were waiting to see what the result would be. But I wasn't afraid. I had to try this. If they're going to laugh at me, that's good enough. But I tried it, and God showed up. And after that, that's what I'm telling you. After that, people started calling me from everywhere. We need to receive this. We need to do this. I actually prayed with somebody in a restaurant that they owned. And the guy, when I was back in Georgia, he actually waited for me. I didn't know him. I'd forgotten. He knew I was coming. So he was, he was, he, he, I was coming to town for a, a program. And they told him he was here, he, I was going to be there. And when I got there, he, he stopped me. He said, do you remember me? No. And uh, you prayed for me in uh, my restaurant. They were the owners. He said, you know what? I'm now the associate, an associate pastor in the church. Hallelujah. Because you acted on the word. I didn't remember him. I didn't baptize him with the Holy Spirit. Guess who did? The Holy Spirit. The word of God baptized him. Before I talk to, before I pray for them, I usually will share a few scriptures. And they say, you believe this? Say, yes. Then let's go for it. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's act on it. And we do act on it and God shows up. I've never had one time that God did not show up. And did I do it? No, because my mind is off. It's next to the next project. Amen. That the Holy Spirit will give to you. Today is crazy because I'm not following my notes. <laughs> so you need to understand the power of the Word of God. 
And while I'm speaking to you, the Holy Spirit is here. You know why? The word is being spoken. You can't separate. God is what? One. You can't separate them. The Father is also here. Because the word is being spoken. And as you're listening to me, your life is being changed. Especially if you agree with what I'm talking about, the word. You may not feel it, but God is changing you. And all of a sudden, you who didn't like to read the Bible before, nobody can separate you from your Bible. And they're asking, what happened to you? Because you had a taste of the word of God. Amen? And once you do that, your life is changed. Let me go back to my notes. John, I I spoke to you last week. I talked about the fact, because of the, the vision for our church and beyond, this year, 2001 and beyond, I couldn't get to this very well. I just wanted to present the vision. That was all for me. I needed to present it. And I'm glad that many of you have bought into it. What you need to do every Sunday, if God is putting your heart, support that work, which I think will affect you and affect the world. On Sunday, there's a place there where it says, in your uh, offering envelope, where it says, other, put TV and put whatever. And I said, I really don't care what, I just want you to do something. Because if you do it, you connect to the vision, and God begins to change your life. Amen? That's so important to me. Uh, it's not the money that concerns me, because God's going to give it, no matter what. I'm not concerned about what you're doing. I know God's going to give us the money to do it. I am very confident of that. Very, very confident of that. But my, my, in my heart, what I want, no matter what you give, I want you to connect with something bigger than yourself. What we are talking is bigger than us. I can only have a vision. You understand what I'm saying? And so now you connect with the vision. Where the vision takes over your heart. And, and God lifts you up with the vision. And then you begin to do great things. It's not about the Ark Fellowship. It's about the, 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 the Church of God. And what God has commanded us to do. To reach out to the world and make disciples. I don't want to get to heaven and Jesus was asking me, did you do anything to reach the people of the world? I tried. That's not good enough. You have to really let God, the word of God, take over your heart. And that's what God has done for me. The vision is not for me. I'm not going to rejoice, you know, because it's God that's going to do it. But what I want is for you, your lives to be changed. And for you to be doing something bigger that you thought, I could never do this. That would be my greatest joy. I've always enjoyed it. When I taught somebody something, and they're doing exactly what I was doing, and can do better than me, uh, it's a great joy for me. It's very important to me. Back to my scripture here. In 1 John 5, Verse 6, 7, it says, This is he who came by water and blood, 
Jesus Christ, not only by water, but by water and blood. So he repeats it. And, and it is the spirit that bears witness. So you got those three. And I'm going to tell you why I'm talking about this. So you can fully understand this. For there are three that bear witness in heaven. And there are three that bear witness on the earth. There are three that bear witness in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. That can never change. We think that Jesus went up there and he's now Jesus. No, he went back to his former place. You understand? He was the Word before he came here. And now he's back in heaven in human form, but he's still the Word. And those three bear witness in heaven. And you can see this example in the scriptures, even talking about what David said in Psalm 51, 7 through 12, that is the blood, the water, and the spirit that bears witness on the earth. Because when they bear their witness, whatever they are bearing their witness to must be established on the earth. You get that? The blood is a living being. According to the scriptures. It speaks. If you're not living, you don't speak. If we go into a funeral home and the dead man begins to speak, but still dead, most people will run out of that place. The blood speaks. So David says, purge me with hyssop. Basically put blood upon me. Hyssop is used for the blood of sacrifice. Purge me with hyssop and I will be clean. Then he goes, wash me. That's dealing with the water. And I shall be whiter than snow. I don't want to go through that scripture of the whole. But if you go to verse 11, he says, Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. So what do we have in this scripture? Those three witnesses. Those three witnesses. The blood, the water, and the spirit. They all bear witness. And you know what happened to David? He became the greatest king Israel has ever known. And God raised him up to, from, that, from that situation. God raised him up and gave him a promise. The Christ, the word of God will come through you. Your family. This is a scripture that is a little off. Ephesians 5 verse 25 and 26. It says, Husband, love your wives. Just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for, for her, that it might be sanctified and cleansed, and, and cleanse her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with what? The washing of the water. How is that going to happen? By the word. So here, even though it's the water, what we're talking about is actually the blood, 
the word, okay, cleansing by the word, the blood, the word, and the spirit. They're bearing witness. But let me tell you something. Jesus himself in Matthew chapter 18 verse 6, 16, he said clearly, in the presence of two or three witnesses, let what? Every word be established. So basically, when you speak the word, and you stay with the word, and you believe the word, your word is established on the earth. When you believe the word, not only believe the word, but it says every word may be what? Established. But if you're not speaking the word, what is going to be established? When you speak the word, everything you are saying from the word, God will make sure that it's established. Why? Because you got three witnesses. The spirit, the word or the water, and the blood. The Bible tells us the blood speaks better things than the blood of Abel. So the, the blood of the Lord Jesus, he's still alive today. But when you speak the word, the word, the, spirit, the blood says that's true. I bear witness. Jesus did that for them. Can you get where I'm going? Get the word. When you speak the word, you got three powerful witnesses. That are saying, that's exactly the way it should be. And because you're speaking the word and they bear witness to what you're saying, then whatever you're saying is established on the earth. It's established. The Bible tells us in in, uh, Matthew 18, I believe it's verse 18, he tells us very clearly there, if two of you shall agree concerning anything on the earth, from the word of God, it shall be established. It shall be established. So, and, and, and guess what I'm doing? I'm not speaking my own words. I'm sharing to you from the scriptures. I pray that God will open your heart to believe and begin to love the word of God and begin to speak the word of God. In, in Ephesians chapter 1, Paul prayed the prayer which is recorded as the word of God. And the man in Tulsa decided, I'm going to pray that prayer for my life. And kept repeating the scripture over time. And then he, all of a sudden he says, my life was completely transformed. He became one of the greatest prophets and teachers, Kenneth he again. Just by praying that scripture every day. He said, I prayed that scripture over thousands of times. I, I can't even remember. Every opportunity I get, I just repeat those words. And his life was changed. Because as he was repeating those words to God, guess who was bearing witness? That word is true for Kenneth Hagin. The spirit, the word, and the blood. When the blood of God, the blood of God, read Acts chapter 20. It didn't say the blood of Jesus. He said the blood of God. 
Can you believe the blood of God was shed on this earth? And the blood is still alive on this earth because God poured himself out on the earth. Leviticus chapter 17, I believe verse 11, he says very clearly there, the blood, the blood, he says, I've given the blood for an atonement, remember that, for your sins, but now God himself came here, he says, for the life of the flesh is in the blood, the life of the flesh is in the blood. So the flesh of Jesus had no life except for his blood. And he poured all of that down here on the earth. Can you imagine? That's God pouring his life here on the earth. And the Father, you see, listen, when you read the scripture, you just say he was God. God just raised him. But the Bible tells us very clearly he was the Father that brought him back alive. Because he has poured his life on the earth. Do you get what I'm saying? He's poured himself out for us to enjoy so that God can be with us constantly. That's why Jesus said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. He's always with us. Especially if we stay focused on his word and love his word. You can love pastor or don't love pastor. But the real thing that we want is not for you to love pastor. It's to love the word. It's the word. It's the word. I need to go back. Hmm. Notice what it says. This book of the law, Joshua 1 verse 8. This book of the law, that's the word of God, shall not what? Depart from your nose. Mm. Pastor, you got it wrong. <laughs> the nose doesn't talk, okay? This book of the law shall not depart from what? You always speak the word so that the spirit, the blood, and the word of God will confirm and establish in your life what you're saying. Just as he did for Kenneth Hagin. This book, this is the principle that you cannot take away from Christianity. This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it, think about it. So you're speaking it and also thinking about it. Do you get it? You're thinking about what the word says. It's just one scripture. You can just take one scripture. At this time, I'm looking, I take one scripture. Because God said, I heard your cry, and I healed you, and I raised your soul up from the grave. I've kept you alive from going down to the pit. You speak those words. This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. Do you speak when you are speaking? Sleeping, if you do and you really make sense, you're weird. (laughs) But God can give you a dream. And even in your sleep, because this is supernatural, this thing goes keep going through your mind. And as soon as you wake up, 
My wife told me this week, you know, uh, this something, just some scripture, just all night, yeah, all night, and brought so much peace and comfort. She just went all night, and then when she woke up, God gave her a word, very powerful word. So this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. Why? That's the only way you can observe to do according to the word. That's the only way you can do according to the word. Because with that, God changes you and establishes what you are saying from the word of God. Amen. He establishes that. And it doesn't matter where you are coming from. It doesn't matter how low you've gone. Now you've honored the word of God and the word of God will honor you because God says, those who honor me, the word I will honor. Doesn't matter how far, how low you've gone. It doesn't matter what mistakes you've made. Once you begin to honor the word and you begin to speak the word, your friends will begin to see the change in your life and before they know, people are coming to you from everywhere. I've seen that happen. People come to you from everywhere. They hear about you. And sometimes in our <laughs> foolishness, we think it's uh, all about us. But it's really not about you. You are not the one doing it. It's the Holy Spirit in your life. Can I hear an amen? amen. This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then, what will happen? You, the word of God in you is already working. You make your self, God will do this, you will, you will make your way prosperous. You know your way, everything that you decide to do is a way. Everything you decide to do, there's got to be a way. If you want to be do a business, there's a way to do it. You do it the wrong way, <laughs> Uh, you suffer. Everything you decide to do, there's a way to do it. But then you will make your way, what? Prosperous. And then you will have what? Good success. But how does it happen? Through what you are saying from the word. Just if you can pick any scripture that relates to what you're going through or what your desire is, what you want from God, what your vision is, take one scripture and begin to speak that scripture constantly. Before long, you can, it's like you memorized it. Because you have memorized When you memorize it, it becomes part of you. The word of God has become part of you. And things will change. It doesn't matter how low you are. You can have nothing in the business but trust in God. And God can change that. I've seen that with Pastor Al. I saw that with him. I know you're not going to be offended, you good brother, to me. He's been in here so much in our church. But he believed the word of God. I've seen Al when he had nothing. In debt. In debt. So bad. But look at what God has done in his life. Why? I have others that have come and they've gone, but he stayed faithful, Al and his wife Shelley. 
and God has changed their lives. Amen? Second Corinthians 4, I think. Very important. It says, And this, and since we have the same spirit of faith, every one of us here that believed in the cry, in Jesus Christ, you don't have a different spirit. We all have the same spirit of faith. Because you were born again, and you were born again with that spirit of faith. You cannot be born again without this spirit of faith. It's the spirit of faith that brought the grace of God in you, so you were saved. So we all have the same spirit of faith according to what is written. This is according to what God has said. This is what it says. I believed... And therefore, what? I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. So you can't believe. The first thing when you get the word of God, the main thing is to believe the word first because if you don't believe the word, you reject the word and it will never come out from your mouth because you don't like it. I've had people tell me, I don't believe that scripture. Oh, oh, oh Lord, help him. Why? Because of something in their past. You're going to judge the word of God? Man, there's no hope for you. But when you believe that scripture, and you really say, I trust this word of God to carry me. In, even in my situation, as bad as it is, I'm trusting this word to carry me. And when you trust, God can never disappoint you. It may not come through, you may not come through and have a breakthrough at the time. But stay committed. In our Zoom meeting this week, God gave me a word. Uh, commitment is the mother of commitment is the mother of serious uh, encouragement. When you commit to God, you don't get discouraged because the word of God is taking over your life. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 18, verse 20. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. Have you heard that? So basically, what you are saying from the word is what satisfies your stomach. Everything that you need is in the word. Your mouth is the key. What you say is the key. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. So when you speak, there is fruit coming. Some people want to speak negative words about their life because they are looking for people to encourage them uh, and to have pity on them. And, and, and they like that. They get all the attention from men. But that's not what you need. Well, we are suffering. We have not been able to pay our bills. 
<laughs> you already said we are not going to we are not able to pay our bill. Where would you get the ability to pay your bill? You already said you can't. Right? Is that going to change? You already said we cannot pay our bills. Every month comes and we can't pay our bills. We can't even pay for our car note. Oh yeah, you already said it. You said it. Why would that change? But if you say, I believe in God, we are going to be able to pay for all of our bills. God has said in his word, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So God's going to meet these needs we have in our family and things are going to be to change. And you stay with that even as things are going down. But when your friends now see you coming up, <laughs> they begin to think, Maybe this guy knows something that we don't know. How is he able to pay his bills and he's bought a new car? And he's paying for his house bills. They say, ah, hey, hey, uh, I have a need. Could you pray for me? Because God is doing something in your life. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips. Produce is what? And when you go out, you're going to buy. Your lips providing stuff for you. Amen? But then it says in verse 21, death and life are what? In the power of the tongue. Hey, I didn't know your tongue has power. That is surprising. Lily, your tongue has power. You say, well, I don't know. Well, God said your tongue has power. Of what? Life and death. And it's funny, in, in, in the, uh, the Old, uh, Old Testament, the beginning, God said, I have said before you, what? Life and death. But I encourage you, your mouth. Okay? Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat the fruit, its fruit. Those who love it will eat its fruit. Some people are so quick to talk about their problems. They can't wait to find somebody to tell their problems. And usually when they speak, it's uh, basically, eh, see my problem, have sympathy on me, help me. I know to ask people to meet my needs. You know, go to this person, he's probably going to give me a few dollars. I hate that. I don't need to go to anybody. I need to talk to my father what I'm going through. I told you sometime a man came to me and threw a hundred dollars. Sometimes I'm in school, you know, hurting, trying to pay my bills. He says, "Ah, good luck, take I have been, I've not been able to rest because God has been harassing me. <laughs> You're telling me to give him my $100. So take your money. And he walked away like he was angry. And hey, come back. Let me thank you. Well, take the money. I've never been able to rest because of this. You know why? God has been speaking to him. I need that $100 to pay my bill. But if I talk to him personally, he will not give me that money. <laughs> Amen? He's not going to give me. He was angry giving him. 
to me, but God's going to miss his name. I felt sorry for him. Where have you been, brother? God spoke to you. You were angry. It's almost like uh, Jonah. <laughs> yeah. Stand up with me. I'm closing here. <laughs> uh, I pray you got something out of the word this morning. There are many things that distract us. And make us turn away from trusting God's word. But I hope today, because this is the last I'll speak on this message, that you understand everything comes from the word of God. I like all the other gifts, prophecies. I love it. I love everything, the word of knowledge. All of it is important. It's very good for the church. But you see, all of that is still the word of God. All of it is still the word of God. If they step out of the word of God, it's no good. Everything is the word of God. And it encourages you to be fearless. Amen. And never discouraged. I didn't think that was possible. But I know it's possible. And God can do that in your life. And change things in your life. And he will do that when? Beginning this very moment. You're going to believe God with me? I want you to take the thing that bothers you the most. You have something in your life that bothers you. You can be happy, but once it comes into your mind, everything is changed. You go right down. I'm going to believe God for a miracle for you today. That thing, whatever it is, that takes your joy away when you turn to it, even if it's unforgiveness, God's going to give you grace to see the problem in a different way. And create a new path for you so that things are better for his children. What father or not doesn't want the best for their kids? Right? God is your heavenly father. So today, I want you to close your eyes, lift up your hands to the Lord as a means of surrender, and say to him, this problem, and identify the thing that you're looking for. What comes to you and makes you feel down. And whenever you think about it, even though you were happy before, everything comes down. And now you're thinking about the problem or whatever that is. I want you to give that to God today. And as I pray, I'm believing God with you. God's going to do something about it. I have no doubt God's going to do something about it. You know why? Because the word has gone forth. The word has gone forth. And God's going to confirm his word. Amen? God's going to confirm his word. Let's pray. Let's lift our hands. God, our Father, the word of the living God, 
our Savior and our King. You said you will confirm your word with signs following. And I believe that, God. And I cry out to you today in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the word of God. I cry out to you, God, who cannot change. I am the Lord, I change not. I rebuke everything that comes against your children that makes their heart to be sad, to be discouraged. I pray against everything that comes against your life. And I decree today in the name of Jesus, whatever they are crying to you from their heart, this very day shall be established in the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the Holy of, of the Spirit of God, the blood of the Lord Jesus, and the Word of God will bring relief and breakthrough and freedom from whatever it is that is causing them problem. Today, your word is established forever and your people are being released right now from it. In the name of Jesus, I believe you, God. I believe everyone is being free right now. I believe your dreams, whatever you want for your family, whatever you want for yourself, God's fulfilling it right now. Because of the word of God that you've heard and you believe, things are changing right now in your life. Things are changing in your relationships. Things are changing in your physical body. Things are changing. Things are changing right now. You are going to go up the mountain and no one can stop you. If you have debts, debts that you haven't been able to pay, God's going to help you to pay those debts today in the name of Jesus. Whatever the need is, God's going to make a way for you today because we have cried out in his name. Lord, I thank you because your word will be confirmed according to your time. Everyone here will have release. Because I spoke it, in, I spoke it in your name. You've told me clearly in your word. God, you confirm the words of your servants. You do what your servants say. And I know it's done today. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is the greatest moment for your life. Why would you hold back? Let God save you. Those of you watching via the internet, possibly on television and speaking to you right now. If you don't know Jesus in your life, believe me, you are missing something, the greatest thing on the earth. So you need to give your life to Christ. Many times we are looking at people, we don't want them to think we are sinners. All of us are sinners. We've done different things. I was a sinner, did crazy stuff. So it's nothing to be ashamed of. But the greatest thing is to say, I need you, Jesus. I need you in my life. If you're here today, please raise your hand quickly. Anyone here? Want? Everyone here who wants to give his life to Christ. Would you do that now? Would you humble yourself before him and just raise up your hand? And if you're watching via the internet on television, I want you to pray with me. 
that God, Jesus, may come into your heart and transform your life. Amen. Father, say with me, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. God, I ask you to forgive me and to receive me. Write my name in the book of life. Today, because I believe in your son, in Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Now, if you're sick in the body, I'd like to pray for that as well. This is an amazing thing because nobody heals. The word of God is what heals you. He sent his word and healed you. So I don't depend on anybody. Him alone. So if there's a pain or sickness or something you're feeling, would you put your hand wherever you're hurting? Those watching by the internet as well, please put your hand. Sometimes this thing happens so quickly. God can do it. God can do it now. Would you put your hand while I pray on that right now? In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every spirit of infirmity that is here today by the power of your name. God, I ask through your word that you said, basically, that you sent your word and healed them. Let the word of God heal them right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. I rebuke the sickness in their bodies. I rebuke the sickness of their finances. That God will bless your people. You will bless your people according to your word. We give you praise. We thank you for healing them in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you're watching by the internet, please let us know what God has done. And uh, if you're watching by television, also you can go to our website and let us know what God has done. Will you lift your hands up as we close right now? Father, I thank you. Mm. God, I feel, I feel that the word of God really penetrated your people today. I can feel that. And I believe they believe in you. God, I pray that you will confirm your, word, your words in their lives and everything that they desire. As your word says, the desires of a righteous man, and they are righteous before you. Every one of them righteous before you because they received Christ as the Lord and Savior. Their desires, she says, the desires of the righteous man shall be granted. That is your word. And they have desires. And you will grant their desires today. Let everyone leave this place with joy. Knowing that their desires will be met. Nothing can stop it. Because the greatest being in the universe is with us. Your desires. Please look at me. Your desires are going to be granted. They are already granted. Why? The word of God says so. Your desires are going to be granted. If you have no desire, there is nothing to be granted. Your desires are going to be granted. Your desires are going to be granted. Your desires are going to be granted. Why? The word of God says so. Amen? So keep your desires up. Amen? God bless you with this means.